Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hi. Hey. I know this is a sister podcast, so it should go without saying, but I'm so grateful that I have sisters. Oh, me too. May tambien. (laughs) (laughs) It's just nice to have people that get you no matter what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel bad for people listening not with sisters. You can still have sisterhood without sisters too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, love it. Well, I hit a new milestone in my pregnancy this morning. Let's hear it. I could not get into my car because (laughs) (laughs) apparently I parked a little closer to the wall. I think that's how I always park though. And I could not fit. My belly has gotten to new new heights. (laughs) Oh my god. I had to crawl through the um, passenger side. No, you did not. (laughs) <laughs> no, because I couldn't fit. I couldn't get in. So, wait, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and to tell y'all how it's not easy crawling through a car when you're like almost eight and a half months pregnant. Well, I was going to say that sounds almost harder than like just trying to go in belly first the other way. Yeah, I don't. I it. I made it work somehow. I'm. I'm like sore. Now, <laughs> but <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So. Oh man. Do you have any any more crazy symptoms? I know last time you shared not necessarily crazy, but you just didn't know that they were symptoms. Yeah. Well, my newest thing is my thumb is numb. <laughs> that rhymes. So I think I'm gonna have to talk to my doctor about it. I'm like thinking I have carpal tunnel and then I have like neuropathy pain in my like on my knee and my foot. So I'm not sure what that's all about, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to talk to my doctor about it at my next appointment. So who knows? There's, I swear there's a new thing every week. Wow. <laughs> that's so fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. There was a pregnant girl at doing Legree today and I told her, I was like, you are amazing. I was like, I completely canceled my Pilates membership when I got pregnant. <laughs> Yeah. I could not believe she was there. She was like, well, I feel like I just died. I don't know if I can do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't do it. I was doing Orange Theory for a while and I just could like, I hit a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. We ended up canceling too. So I don't know how women do it. (laughs) Not either. Women are amazing. I remember I just had a flashback. Anna came to our house in Austin when she was pregnant, I think with her first. So this was years ago, like a decade ago, but she was doing like handstands against the wall, totally like about to give birth. I think she gave birth like less than a week after that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was just like ball of energy, totally just, you know, doing her thing. Wow. (laughs) She was a gymnast though, for people that don't know her. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't me pregnant. Yeah. That Not wasn't me. I'm like on the couch with the fan <laughs> with barely any clothes on. Sometimes I wonder for me, because 
if you're a listener, you know that my water broke at 24 weeks. So I never got to have a third trimester, but sometimes I think about that. Like, I wonder what it would have been like. (laughs) I know. It kind of makes me sad that you didn't get to experience yeah. The third trimester. Although it's not very fun. So I Yeah. Mean- <laughs> I know. I'm sure a lot of moms are like, Are you kidding? That's like the best case scenario right there. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. But I think because I loved pregnancy for the twenty four weeks I had it, or I said I guess I should say twenty seven, but that was in the hospital. But I just loved being pregnant. And I mean I was barely showing, so it was like, you know, I hadn't really Yeah, I don't know, Megan, I don't know if I told you this, but I was talking to Lauren when I was around like 24 weeks and I was like, gosh, I feel like I'm huge. And you weren't even like showing at 24 (laughs) weeks. Like it's not what the heck, you know, Kristen, I am 5'8". And I was like, oh yeah, Yeah. like I'm like not even (laughs) 5'4". Yes. All my friends that are tall, like they take so long to show. That's so nice. (laughs) I'm I'm somewhere in the middle because I'm five six. So like, I feel like I showed pretty early, but definitely I feel like you showed even (laughs) you showed even more because you're shorter. Oh my gosh, I was already showing at like 14 weeks. Like, (laughs) it's ridiculous. I'm just I just have such a short torso, you know. So I don't know. Not a lot of space for for Mm -hmm. him to go. Yeah, he just went out. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel like I look pregnant right now. Got a little <laughs> food baby. <laughs> well, also today is Michael and I's five-year wedding anniversary. Oh yeah! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! And how many years have y'all been together? So we've been married five years, and we'll be together eleven years in January. So almost wow! Like, yeah, not wild. Crazy. Our 12-year is coming up. So you met him like right after we got married. Yeah. And it's so funny because he brings that up. He's like, yeah, because I guess he remembers my wedding speech because I told him about it years ago. And I said, I can't wait to meet someone who looks at me the way Bobby looks at Megan. Yeah. Um, He goes, you found the guy that looks at you the way Bobby looks at Megan. And I'll like bring that up. And I'm like, oh, my God. I literally told him that like years ago and he still remembers it. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that is so sweet. I'll never forget because somebody yelled out, I'll do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do remember that at the reception. Everybody started laughing. Friends, yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. I forget who that was. That's so funny. I do forget his name right now. But yeah, he like went to high school with Bobby. So funny. I just realized all of our anniversaries, Kristen, you're September, Megan, you're October, and I'm November. Oh yeah, and Brian's September. He just Yeah. Is. Two days ago. Yeah. That That's is- funny. All of us got married like in the fall, which is kind of weird or rare, I feel like. Yeah. No, I feel like the fall is like a popular wedding. I guess yeah. it became more, but I feel like back in the day, summer weddings were way more popular. In Texas, gross. It's so hot. <laughs> That's true. Oh my gosh, no. I wanted to get married in October, but there was a huge debacle with, oh, when's the OU Texas game going to be? So mm-hmm. to avoid that whole mess, I was just like, whatever, we'll just do the last weekend of September. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian, you know, they were in Italy for their 20 year wedding anniversary, and he was like, oh, next trip is with like the family. And I was like, actually, that'd be awesome because we could all just celebrate our anniversaries together because they're all so close. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. Oh my gosh. I'm laughing because so Lauren, you watched the golden bachelor and I watched it and it's so cute. We have to talk about it. Yes. One of my friends (laughs) just said, if I die and my husband becomes the next bachelor, I will literally come back from the dead and murder him. (laughs) No. Who said that? Drew. I know I can't call her out on the podcast. She'll be mad at me, but oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh! But I never even thought of it that way. But I just I literally cried within five minutes. Oh yeah, because of his story with his. Well, and he cried. I mean, I know. I feel like I've become such a sympathetic crier. Like if anybody cries about any anything, then I just cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, talk about being pregnant. You cry at everything. Oh yeah. Have you watched it yet, Kristen? No, not yet. I didn't record, so I was like, crap, I have to wait till today to watch it, but I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I'm it- so here for it. I just I, – I'll be disappointed, like, if they create drama between one another with the ladies, but I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we're getting older, but I'm just, like – I just loved seeing the ladies, like – just be themselves. It, they just seemed, you know, like at, in your 60s, 70s, it's just like, what do yeah. you have to lose? You know? Yeah. Right. You, don't, you fully don't care what people think. Oh yeah. Um, I love Jimmy Kimmel's aunt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was hilarious. She was sleeping at the end. Did you see that? I'm sure they like, I mean, I'm sure that was produced, but it was still funny. Wait, yeah. is this the same aunt that he always like pranks on his show? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch his show. Yeah, he like has an aunt that he pranks all the time, and it's so funny. Oh, probably she was pretty funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> she was real, like, yeah. She's like, all these ladies up in here. I mean, I don't look like them. I, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, I don't belong here. <laughs> I'm excited because Michael doesn't like won't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette really mm-hmm. with me. But he was like, I actually would watch this one. It's kind of interesting. Like, and, and I was yeah. like, really? Yeah. So I was like, kind of excited. It's like a social experiment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. I was going to say it reminds me of I don't, that the whole thing with Ch- Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift going around. Oh, yeah. And, like, I so wanted y'all to do that to y'all's husbands because they would probably be, like, so pissed. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> So what do y'all think? Do y'all think that it is like, do you think they're actually dating or no? I think they're like in the very beginning stages of dating for sure. But I don't think it's something serious, but I do think it would be really fun. I don't know why I'm like a hopeless romantic and I love Taylor Swift and I want her to, you know, be happy, find love. And so I feel like for some reason they like fit in my mind. So I'm very hopeful that they work out. (laughs) That's so cute. I heard a rumor that she like went to the game to take the craziness off of um, Joe Jonas's wife's back. What's her name? Sophie. Oh, Sophie. Yeah. Cause they like went to dinner a few nights before she like went to his game and it was almost like her, like here, I got you girl. I'll, I'll I'll take all the heat off you and put it on me. I love how many like theories people put out there. Like the, I know. the, inter- the internet's just full of rumors. I know. It's it probably does. not true, but that would be kind of funny if it was. Yeah, like total girl, best girlfriend ever. <laughs> move. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got you. Everybody's about to be talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I've never been a Swifty. So I don't know her songs or anything, but I'm sure whatever her next album is, like there's going to be all the, the code language in there for what it was, you know? Yeah. Based on what people say. So funny. But I do think like the videos, Kristen, that you're talking about were wives and girlfriends are ranking their husbands and boyfriends and being like, yeah, Taylor Swift put Kelsey on the map. Like nobody knew who he was and it, all the guys get really mad. I am laughing because I don't think he, she put him on the map at all. Like he's a huge football star, but I do think it's bringing like a whole new wave of football people because all these wives and girlfriends are now talking about Travis Kelsey, you know? So I do think she did kind of put him on the map in a new way. Well, okay. like to women, especially like Michael, I couldn't have done the prank. Like Michael was like, yeah, you couldn't have done that to me. Cause I know, you know who Travis Kelsey is. Cause I <clears throat> like actually really like football. <laughs> so that's why I wanted y'all to do it to your husbands. But I was like, but most women haven't heard of Travis Kelsey, you know? Yeah. So in a way, she kind of did put him on some map. <laughs> For women. Yeah. yeah. That's true because I had no idea who he was or his brother or anything about them. <laughs> exactly. And it's actually a really cute story because I knew they played against each other in the Super Bowl and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have a podcast, right? Yeah. So that's where he like put out there that he had a crush on her yeah. or whatever. I'm an avid listener of their podcast. Wait, you are? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was <laughs> like, wow, you're so dedicated. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like Bobby wouldn't have fallen for me not like doing that either because we've actually talked about their podcast before and how cool like that brothers, I don't know, because we're sister podcasts, like that they are brothers that do a podcast. They play, both play football. We've literally talked about it. And he's, I've never listened to their podcast, but he's sent me random clips of it before. <gasps> yeah. Wait, wait, guys, we should totally reach out. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'd come on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Let, you know? Let's do it. Let's, okay, let's get on that. Okay. On it. Putting it out in the universe. That's right. Yeah. Kelsey Brothers. Yeah, like, come spill the tea on, girl, I slept in my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> totally where they want to be. Sounds yeah. not right. Yeah. Well, now that we just updated you on current event, the important current events in the world. Yeah. Real important ones. Yeah, real important. <laughs> uh, feels good to be lighthearted, though, you know? It does. Yeah. I keep forgetting I wanted to talk to y'all about this new drink I found called Magic Mind. As y'all know, I have three kids and a full-time job, and it's hard to keep the energy throughout the day, and a lot of times coffee just doesn't do the trick. So I wanted to try this drink I had been hearing about. It's basically just like a little juice shot. It's really helped my mental energy and focus throughout the day to keep up with everything. And I love that it's all natural ingredients as well, sourced from the best suppliers with no sugar. It's nut-free, vegan, keto, and paleo-friendly. So I've had like a really good response to it, and I wanted to share it with you guys to try it. It has matcha in it, ashwagandha, and you can check out all the ingredients on their website, magicmind.com. 
And the great news is that we do have a discount code for you to try it. So with our code slept in 20, you'll receive 56% off your first subscription or 20% off a one-time purchase. So definitely try it out. You can go to magicmind.com slash slept in 20. Yeah, this week for me, I don't know what's going on in the in the world, but this was a, a heavy week. Yes. So. Yeah, I feel like I was mentioning to y'all earlier, just um, we just know so many families that are really going through it right now, and it's just been really heavy, I feel like. So, yeah, and also we are coming up on mom's anniversary of losing her, which was is October 9th, and it's just so crazy to me that it's been three years. It's wild, yeah. It's crazy how it's gone by so fast, but also so slow Mm -hmm. in ways, you know? Yeah. It's weird how I can see my life. Like it's like when they say near death, you like you see your life flash before your eyes. I don't know if this happens to y'all in grief, but I can almost like imagine myself like as an old lady and realize like it it, at that point is going to feel like everything went by so fast. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. It already feels like that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, especially at my age. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I feel like once you start approaching mid forties, it's like, or I don't know. In my my experience and talking to friends, it's like, oh, it was like one day. It's like, I mean, I forget how old I am sometimes for sure. But then other times, I'm like, oh, officially mid age. Like that's weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Officially middle age and then things just start changing and it's just so fun. I just remember mom getting so mad about turning 50. She was like pissed about it. Yeah, she didn't handle that well. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of get it. It's like. She was not into aging. Yeah. Well, and I think to your point, Megan, it's like you kind of just open your eye. You're like, wait, what the heck? Like. How did this happen? You know? Yeah. No, I don't feel this age. <laughs> I know. Well, I was thinking it'd be fun to, or to tell like one of our favorite stories about mom. Um, mm. We're coming up on that and just sharing one of our f- favorite memories. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I feel like we've done this probably before. In years previous, but so I hope I don't retell the same stories. Well, it's funny because I just told Michael a story about mom that I had forgotten about. Do y'all remember it? Because this huge van drove by us and it looked just like the van we had <laughs> the growing blue up. Van? Yeah. yeah, the big blue cowboy blue van. I don't even know what kind of van was that. Do y'all even know? It was like a Ford. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Is a Chevy four? Is that a Chevy? No, it was a Chevy. I actually, y'all know I'm the worst person to ask. It was a big ass blue van is what it was. Yeah, <laughs> It had a bed in it. It literally had a bed in the back. Yeah. It had like a full size mechanical bed that would come down and it was literally like full size or like a queen yeah. or something. Yeah. And we would take trips in it and everything. Well, ma, I was telling Michael, I was like, oh my gosh, babe, I'll never forget this one time. I don't remember how old I was, but Mom also had a different car that she would drive like on normal, you know, not – she didn't – that wasn't her full-time car because that would be crazy to drive. Uh, Her full-time car, I do know this because – oh, actually, maybe I should tell this story because it's funny. But 
the reason I remember it, I can tell you later because it was like a trauma moment, but a oh. Toyota, a silver bullet Toyota Privia was <laughs> her normal car. I don't remember that at all. But anyway, I guess she was distracted and just thought she was in her normal car and had gotten home and went into the garage. Well, the big van didn't fit into the garage. Because it was like double decker. <laughs> yes. And yeah. she literally like didn't like part of the I mean yeah, it like stripped off the top layer of the car ash and she kept going and <laughs> I was like oh my god I can't because I had kind of forgotten it happened until I saw that van and I was like wait my mom literally drove the van <laughs> into our garage and like he was like did it just hurt the car or the, or, or the garage and I was like I think it hurt both <laughs> like, yeah I think it did you should ask dad to reminisce he still to this day will be like, oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Poor mom. Yeah. Uh, Her dad's coming here today, by the way. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah that was my funny memories of mom. I know a poor mom's not here to like, you know, plead her case of like, yeah. well, I was dealing with all four of you. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, dealing, and I said that to my girl. I was like, I mean, she had four kids' schedules. Like, how do you even do all that? Like, I, I don't, you know, blame her for like thinking she was in a, the other car, you know? So, yeah, honestly this week, like I, I can barely talk. Like, I feel like I can't even get words out. So I feel like if she was having a week, like I'm having this week, I, I told her, so I was like, I just think I need to lock myself in my room. Like, I don't think I should be doing life this week because nothing's working correctly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Pregnancy brain over here too. So yeah, I mean, that's an easy thing I could do for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one. I don't know, like if we've ever fully talked about, I don't know if so much as this is like a favorite memory, but I'm trying to remember if we've ever talked about the fact that mom like ran a maternity home. Have we talked about that on here? I don't think so. Yeah. I just have a lot of memories from that time because I think I was in high school, Kristen, you probably do too, where we had... She was working, it was called Breath of Life, and they took in homeless women. It was called Sarah's House. Oh, Sarah's House. What was Breath of Life? Was that when they would sing? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So Sarah's House, yeah, they would take in homeless pregnant women and really help them. And we had somebody that lived with us for a while that was pregnant who was giving up her child for adoption. So I don't know. I just have like a lot of memories of her helping all of these women. And I just was so cool, like to look back and think about that, how much she helped people. So I'm just proud she's our mom. You know? I know. She she was always doing stuff like that. Like every stage of my life, I remember her always doing something, volunteering or just, yeah. you know, putting like teaching people about God, basically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of mom's favorite stories to tell (laughs) with Sarah's house, because she was, you know, always helping pregnant homeless women, is that time she stopped that homeless person who she thought was pregnant, and it was like pouring rain. Do you remember (laughs) this story she loved to tell? Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was like, never again. I learned my lesson. I will never ask anyone if they're pregnant, because she apparently it was like raining like really hard and what she thought was a homeless pregnant woman standing on the side of the road. She rolled down the window and said, I never asked, but you know, I, I work for this, you know, com- 
she didn't, she volunteered and she was like, are you, I hate to ask this, but are you pregnant? And she just said, no, ma'am, I'm not. <laughs> and she had asked a man if he was pregnant. I forgot about that. <laughs> she loved telling that story. I, and she tells it so much better. I wish she could tell it, but it was just in this shock that went through her body. She was I just can, like, I can literally picture her face, like her yeah. eyes and her mouth, like, oh, Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so in shock. Oh, I just can't imagine. But she used to tell that story all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to the I forgot about that one, but I thought you were gonna share the other homeless, which is so funny to think about in this day and age, because I think things are just so different now. But the man that sh- her I was with her and we picked up and brought home and it was we were, it was during Christmas time, remember? And he yeah. came in our house and played the piano. Oh, how yes. could I forget that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we were to tell the full story. I can't remember. We were out in the blue, big blue van doing some type of volunteer work. I can't remember. And I think we were delivering presents. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And that evening, we had tickets to attend some Christmas program down at the Frank Irwin Center in Austin. So not too close to where we lived. And so she was like trying to fit everything in. Well, it was also this year and Austin happened to be like one of the coldest. So it was freezing, like ice, it had iced over and was freezing. So we're like trying to do all the things. I think Cecily was with us in the car. It was like the three of three was, huh? Lori Turlock was there. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. So we're like trying to get back on our side of town to, so that we can get ready for the thing to go back downtown. Well, she stops and picks up this man. He's carrying a briefcase. Like, I don't know. Like I think about it in today's terms and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I cannot believe we did this. So he gets in the car. Cause she was like, I want to find him, take him to a home, you know, so he can be warm. And so we went to so many uh, homeless shelters in downtown Austin and all of them were full. And so they wouldn't take him. So we were like, what are we going to do? And by this point we were running out of time, like for sure. So mom was like, screw it. You know, he, I'm just going to bring him home with us and we'll get him a pair of gloves and then he can come to the program with us and then we'll try again tonight or whatever. And so we're like, I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So I'm like sitting in the back and I mean, not to be rude, but like he stunk so bad. And so we get home <laughs> we walk in, y'all were getting dressed and dad is like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it's like, who, who, who the heck is this? Like, what are you doing, Jill? Anyways. And so like mom, movie. what it was like a movie. It really was. And so mom's like, just stop, just stop. Just everybody get ready. Everybody get dressed. We have to leave in like 10 minutes. So he goes and sits down. He says he can play the piano. And so he sits down at the piano, which is like in the center of the house, basically, why we're all getting ready. And he starts playing the piano. And if my memory serves, I don't think he was very good at all. And so it was like this jacked up piano playing. And then anyways, we go drive back to the program. He was more than happy to go with us. And I sat next to him during the program and he was like snoring through the entire thing. Poor thing, like probably was getting good sleep for the first time in a while. 
And then we wake him up to leave. And then we invited him to dinner. He went to dinner with us after. And then we were able to find, it took a long time, but we were able to find him a home that took oh my him. Gosh. I remember, and I remember asking him what was in his briefcase because he showed me and it was just a bunch of paper. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so I wasn't going to tell that story, but it came to mind after you talked about. So that's our mom. She was just so like bold and loving. Yeah. Just like literally, literally was just, I don't know, just God's little angel on earth spreading his love, you know? Yeah. It's like that. I always think of that song. Like, (laughs) do y'all remember this song? What if God was one of us? Yeah. (laughs) Just a sub like one of us. Just a stranger on a bus. I don't know why I always think of that because I'm like, what if that guy was like an angel? I don't know. Yeah. What if it was Jesus? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there was no one mom wouldn't help. And of course, our dad was just like, he might kill us. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But at the same time, he just, you know, he just taught, he's like, oh my God. He would just like kind of roll his eyes and be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) He just kind of went with it. it. Yeah. 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 Which I love about dad because he just, you know, he's so accepting of everybody. (laughs) Yes, he is. Yeah. So funny. I feel like Michael's like that. I feel like, which is weird because I'm like, oh God, did I like marry my dad? But (laughs) they're very different. But like Michael has some of his good qualities, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's That's fun. I had a story in my mind and now I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, well, if it comes to you. I know. Let us know. There's just so many, so it's hard to pick one. Yeah. Hmm. I can't believe it's going to be three years. Like, where do y'all feel like you're, I don't know if people care about this, but like, you know, I never understood grief before we lost mom in this way. Like I had grief losing our grandma and our grandpa, but this was different, obviously losing our mom. So I am leading a grief release group at church and I'm just kind of curious. I think everybody grieves differently and I think all three of us have grieved differently. So like, where do you feel like you're at with grief? Like, how are you feeling? I feel like for me, grief like comes in waves, you know, and live with grief in different ways. Like now that I'm pregnant, it's like I'm experiencing grief in a new way, Yeah, um, which I think would make sense, obviously. Um, just knowing that, just thinking like I thought I'd always have mom with me when I had my first child um, and just not being able to call her and like ask her all the questions and, you know, like, yes, I have you, you guys, but there's just something about having your mom to like bounce ideas off of and like, I don't know. So it's just like I'm experiencing grief in a new way right now um, and that I haven't yet. So, and I feel like that will come throughout our lives really. <laughs> yeah. You know. Cuz if you think about it like mom, her mom is still alive. Like she never she had her mom throughout every stage of her life. Yeah. Um, and I'm like so jealous of that. <laughs> you know. I know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's been the hardest part for me recently. I'm also just grateful for her too cuz I see her and y'all so much and y'all help me a lot. Again, another reason why I'm so thankful to have sisters. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What about you, Lulu? Uh, well, something that I learned recently in therapy, which I don't know why I hadn't ever thought about death in this way, but the when we lose a parent, no matter our relationship with them, and no matter how old we are when they pass or in the fashion that they pass, that it's a form of a, of abandonment. And I had just never, I don't know, I just had never really thought about that. So I think that losing, you know, there's just something different about losing a parent. And I think that because we did have such a beautiful relationship with her, yeah, it's just, it makes it the missing just even greater. Well, I mean, I can't compare it, but it's just, there's, it's just a huge hole and a huge loss of our daily lives, you know, because she was so involved with all of us and such a big part of each of our lives. So yeah, I mean, I think, I know Megan just recently, we talked about, we still, it's crazy that it's been three years because we, and I think, well, I don't think this will go away, but it's like her phone or her picture popped up on my phone the other day. I was like, Hey mom. And rubbed my phone (laughs) and I was like I miss you so much and then I was like what the heck like I cannot believe you're not here like what in the actual heck and I like literally say that out loud to her all the time like I'll just have these moments where it's like I just still it just still feels unreal sometimes but not in like a denial way but just it just hits different some days it really does yeah it's interesting it's totally waves Paul says grief is like sorrow upon sorrow, like wave after wave crashing on the shore in Philippians 2.27. I always think about that because it really is. But I do feel like in the last year, it's like there's different for me, different variations of the grief. And I don't fully know how to put it into words. But yeah, I just can't believe she's not here most of days. I'm like, wow, okay. But I also do feel her presence with me a lot of the times. And I see her in the sky. Like I see God giving me signs. Like she's in her fully perfect body and so happy. <laughs> so it's like that I it, when I can pull myself out of like the deep sadness and think about that, like I'm able to kind of get back to the top of the wave, I guess you would say. Um, but yeah, it's just like constant kind of differencing of that. And I will say they call it like shadow grief and it's like around the holidays or anniversary. And I definitely feel that. I don't know. There's been a lot going on probably Lauren, why you said like your mind is a little bit out of it, a lot happening. But I realized when I was in my grief class on Tuesday, how soon her anniversary is coming up and how I'm totally in that like shadow grief where I just feel like I'm living in a cloud again. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, yeah, it keeps coming. But also I laugh really hard too, weirdly like about, and I feel like I'm insane. And I feel like only people that know me would understand that. But like, I'll literally hear moms laugh and be like, oh my gosh, you died. And like laugh because I'm like, this can't be real. It's like this weird laughter, grief, sadness. I don't know how to explain it. It's probably something's wrong with me, but um, <laughs> I just will like almost laugh to tears. Like I can't believe it still. I, mean, you know? I, we, I think we all do that. Like we're like, what the hell? Like I have moments where I'm like, oh my God, my mom is gone. 
Yeah. It happens more often than you would think. And I, I still dream. It's interesting to me. You know, I always start dreaming about her a lot around her anniversary. Yeah. Because um, it's it happened, It's happening again where I'm just dreaming about her a lot. Yeah. And this last dream, she was sitting on the couch in our home where we grew up. And I can and I go, Mom, oh my God, I just miss you. And she goes, Kristen, we need to get a picture. We just haven't been as close these last seven years. And I was like, what? And I was like, what do you mean? And like, I still don't know what she meant <laughs> by that. But I kind of do in a weird way. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But it was just so – and then I, I was like, Mom, but you're gone. We can't take a picture. I don't know. I just have these crazy vid- vivid dreams about her. So, Kristen, I got on my time hop a picture of you and her. Do you want me to send it to you? I don't know. It's kind of ironic that you had that dream. I have this really cute picture of y'all from when we're getting ready at your wedding. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I didn't send it to you because sometimes I know pictures like are hard for you. Yeah. No. I mean, I've gotten better with pictures. I mean, definitely. I would say the first two years, this year has been easier with photos. Yeah. I, I'm like now able to listen to her voice and watch videos and but before I like couldn't look yeah. at anything. So Yeah. Okay, well I just sent it to you. Um I just didn't remember that photo. Y'all are looking at something like when we're getting ready. Oh how funny. Yeah, I have all these, I guess, for my phone. I'll send them. There's one of um, like I took a behind the scenes of Stephanie taking a photo of you and mom and Michael's mom too. That's cute. Oh, you know me always taking photos. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I had taken more too. Everybody says I take a ton, but I'm like, I didn't take enough of mom. So if you're like me and like taking photos and people give you a hard time, ignore them. (laughs) Well, and I was just thinking while you were talking, like if there's happens to be anybody listening, that's kind of in the early days of losing somebody or grief and Megan, like what you were saying, like, it's like the waves hitting. Yeah. And I remember people telling us it'll get better. And then I think, you know, in our society, there's something not weird, but like for whatever reason, it's like, oh yeah, you know, the one year mark, you know, there's something significant, I guess about that. But I guess what I would want to say to somebody who is, is just that it does get better. And I know it doesn't feel like it. That's possible. And it doesn't feel, it almost feels, I don't know. I remember at times, like it almost felt wrong to not want, or I don't know, like if I wasn't grieving, then I wasn't loving or remembering or something, you know, but anyways, I just would say that like it, it actually does get better. And I think the best visual that I've ever seen of grief is just the two jars, you know, with the ball and you do learn over time. Cause also another thing that cliche thing that people say that doesn't usually feel good is like time heals, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I think what maybe what that actually means is just that over time you just learn how to live with the grief and that it's not you getting rid of the grief, you know? So, cause grief really just equals love. And Mm -hmm. so it'll just be there when somebody that you love so much passes that they're here with us for the rest of our lives. So Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I feel like everybody, you just have to always remind yourself that everybody grieves differently. And 
people don't know what to say. So if they say the wrong thing, just like give them grace because yeah. (laughs) Or if they say nothing at all, like sometimes that can be hurtful too because it's like inside of your brain. I remember in those early days, it's like in your brain, you're like, don't you know, like my freaking mom died. Like it's like you're just screaming inside of your head. Um, Everybody's just doing what they think is best and what they know, you know. Yeah. Totally. For sure. I think just because we do know so so many going really going through it right now, I would think it would be really cool to say a little prayer. Yeah. Yeah. We can. We love and that are just going through it. Yes. That's good. Do you want to pray, Lauren? Uh, Sure. Father, thank you so much for this time today with our sisters and our listeners. And we just thank you for who you are. And we truly believe that you are good and you work all things for good. And we don't understand a lot of the pain that we suffer and what others suffer. And sometimes it just feels so unfair and our hearts just grieve for a lot of our loved ones right now. I want to lift up specifically a friend that we went to high school with, Corey Riling, who passed overnight from cancer. Um, And I just lift up his wife and their three children and all of their friends and family and loved ones and just cover them with your love. And I just pray that through his life and this tragedy that everyone involved is just pulled closer to you and that you work it for good. We know that you will. And we just pray that everyone can see that and feel that and that ultimately everybody's eyes are on you. And then I also want to lift up Hudson Baker, our friend that you guys have prayed with us for, and he just, he just turned four years old and he's battling brain cancer and it's just been a really rough few weeks. We are not giving up hope, Jesus. We know that you are a miracle worker and we are committing to fully surrendering to you right now. Um, we're giving up all control and we just have full hope that we're moving out of your way so that you can perform a miracle on Sweet Hudson. And I just pray that you take his pain away, that you um, just clear his body of all the cancer and just make him a hundred percent healthy. And I just lift up his parents and all of his loved ones and friends. And I just pray for just an overwhelming sense of strength and energy and peace. We love you so much, God. Thank you for caring about each one of us so individually. And you know, um, you just know what we all need. And we thank you for that. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Love oh, wait. You and I wanted to pray for all of our listeners too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, listeners. We love you so much. And Jesus, I just pour the Holy Spirit over every single listener listening to this right now. And I pray that as they take a deep breath in, that they are just soaking in the Holy Spirit and then breathing out just any negativity in their life, any stress, anxiety, and that you just fill them with your goodness and help them to just feel loved so that they can go out and spread your love and continue to seek you daily. Thank you.
Amen. 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 All right. Thanks, listeners. Hey, don't forget to please go give us a rating and review. We would love you for that. And it just takes a few seconds wherever you listen to the podcast. We love you guys. Love y'all. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah, make it a great week. God bless.